Just remain standing. We welcome to this pulpit tonight a, a missionary to New Zealand. Uh, understand there's a lot of work to be done there. Amen. It's good to have Brother Damien Irwin and his family. Maybe you'll introduce them, the rest of them family here tonight. Make him welcome with a good hand clap here at Bethlehem. Praise God. Praise God. Hallelujah. Let's just clap our hands to the Lord in this place tonight. For he is worthy, the King of kings, a Lord of lords. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Praise God. And what a pleasure and a privilege it is to be here with you tonight at Bethlehem Church in Potts Camp, Mississippi. Awesome. 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 You may be seated tonight. Uh, you can tell by my thick Mississippi accent that I'm back home. Okay, you caught me. However, I used to live in Tupelo, Mississippi back in the late 90s. My wife and I worked for the children, Tupelo Children's Mansion back, uh, back in the ancient of days. So long ago, they had dial-up internet. No GPS. Whew. Man, that was like, uh, we did have hot water though. We did have hot water. But it's such a pleasure to be here tonight. And I'm a returning visitor too, by the way. Back in those olden days, I brought a group of kids from Tupelo Children's Mansion here. And uh, they would sing, and uh, they had puppet shows, and, uh, and uh, we put on a, a presentation for the children's home a long time ago. And I, I racked my brain, Brother Wilson, because I was trying to think, well, I couldn't place it, and I couldn't remember. And, you know, I mean, certainly I'd been in a few churches in my time, so maybe old age was catching up with me. But it's because it was in the other building. That's why. So I finally got the pieces put together. And I also realize that soon you'll be saying that about this building. The other building, the old building. So we are super thrilled. We are super thrilled to see what God is doing here in Potts Camp, Mississippi. And uh, just a little tiny, tiny slither uh, of, of this part that we can be able to join with you and come alongside of you and share with you our ministry, but also that you get to share with us your ministry and your work. And for this short period of time that we can partner together uh, in prayer, in support, and, and in fellowship, looking towards and promoting the kingdom of God. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Well, we know that Potts Camp and the surrounding communities, you've got Oxford down the road and, and Memphis and the, uh, the uh, suburbs of Memphis, not too terribly far away, and New Albany down on the uh, other, other direction. But we know that God's uh, move is so desperately needed in these communities and in these towns and in these outer suburbs and, and certainly Oxford, Mississippi, uh, where you have the university. And, and we need to see the presence of God, a move of God, the Holy Ghost, the saving power of Jesus' name. Praise God. And I'm so glad to see 
that we're able to present that message, to be able to deliver that gospel message, that saving message uh, right here. Praise God. And uh, I know uh, Brother Vasquez is uh, out of town, but we want to say thank you so much for allowing allowing us to be a part of your your service and a part of your church. And and Brother and Sister Wilson, thank you so much uh, for letting us stop by and visit. Um, We appreciate it so much. Uh, We are getting very close to the end of our travels. Uh, We are scheduled to depart the United States on uh, the 11th of March this year, so about four weeks and five days. But who's counting? <laughs> and 23 hours and... Th- <laughs> who's counting? But we are excited to be able to go to the country of New Zealand to pray and preach and deliver and come alongside those souls and those people in need of the gospel message. For the ALJC, we are pioneer missionaries to the country of New Zealand where we are literally getting off the plane and we will have nothing. We won't have cars, we won't have a house, uh, we won't have a church. We are starting it from ground zero. So uh, we are looking forward to seeing the Lord do great things. We are looking forward to seeing the Lord do great things. <laughs> Hallelujah. Bethlehem Church here in Pottscam started from nothing. And it got built up and it got put on and it got added to such as the Lord saw fit. And so we are so blessed to be a part of what's going on in this community through your church. But you are in turn blessed by being able to be a part of the roots from the underground, if you will, pushing up and shining and showing and building a church, a brand new church and ministry in the country of New Zealand. And what a thrill that is to see that the arms of our church go well beyond just our local communities and our our cities and even our country, that the gospel message goes into the greater parts of this world. And we're thanking God for that. We're thanking God for that. Well, tonight my my wife is with me. My oldest son, Jared, is also with me. Uh, My younger son, Joshua, uh, is here. Unfortunately, he's not feeling well, so he decided he was going to slip out on us tonight, if if that's okay. I apologize for that, but, you know, if he's not feeling well, I can't can't force him. But nevertheless, we're, we're grateful and thankful that my family are here tonight. Uh, we do have a, a video I'd like to show. It's a, a few minutes long, but it just talks about uh, our, our burden and our calling and, uh, and, and, uh, and just our ministry that we have coming forward. And then after that, um, my son's going to come up and just uh, sp- uh, speak a few words, a quick testimony, and then my wife's going to uh, testify and sing as well. So God bless you tonight. Let's just look at this video together. Praise God. from Hamilton, New Zealand. Mom and Dad, Mark, Rhonda, Miranda, Micah, anybody else who's watching. And I'm going to take you in for a little bit of a tour. Mm-hmm. 
activate him on the screen of the Lord immediately. Immediately. The first service I met there, I, I the preacher got up actually in front of the And as a matter of fact, he was the first preacher I heard. And he had an altar call. He had an altar call. And, uh, and he asked everyone to come forward. And, and uh, immediately the spirit of the Lord just moving out of my seat and to the front of the church. And there I knelt and I gave my heart to the Lord. I repented of my sin. I am a product of missions and I am from a missionary myself. Back in Australia where I was born, I came to the Lord at the, the ripe old age of 16 or 17 years old. And uh, when I was converted, it was under the ministry of an apostolic missionary and uh, was so blessed to be able to carry the mantle, to, to carry on the message and to be able to bring forth uh, peace and goodness and, and uh, his wonderful presence and, and saving message of the Holy Ghost. I have had New Zealand in my heart for many, many years. Many years ago when I was 19 years old, I went on my first missions trip with a group uh, from America to Australia and New Zealand. And I'd always wanted to go to Australia and see all the koalas and kangaroos and all the things that you talk about there. And that was everything that I thought it would be and more. I didn't really know much about New Zealand. But when I stepped out onto the ground in New Zealand, that's where I lost my heart. That's where my calling began. I fell in love with the country, with the people, and just the feel of New Zealand. And it's been in my heart ever since. I left that missions trip, came home, back to the United States immediately praying, making plans, and went back as a helper with the missionaries that were there. And I worked for nearly a year with them. After we got married, Damien went back with me, and we went to meet up with the missionaries there. And that's where his calling for New Zealand got into his heart. And we immediately came back to the States, making plans, went back to uh, New Zealand as self-supported missionaries there for quite a while. And all these years later, God is opening doors and we're so thankful for this opportunity to go and take the gospel to the people of New Zealand and to fulfill this calling that's been in our heart for so long. As part of this calling and this burden, as your ALJC appointed missionaries to the country of New Zealand, my wife and I, are going as a team uh, but we're also going with our two sons Jared and Joshua who are going as self-supporting missionaries and they have a burden and a calling on their heart and they're following us and they're coming with us and we're asking you to pray for them to if you see them here in the lobby or if you see them at the table uh, shake their hand hug their neck and uh, just tell them that you're praying for them and you're supporting them uh, they, they may or may not be with us. They don't come with us on every every trip. But if you do get to see them back there, we sure would love for you to uh, to greet them and, and, just, uh, and just tell them and let them know that you're praying for them as well. New Zealand, or Aotearoa, as the Maori people call it, is known as the land of the long white cloud. <laughs> and that it is, definitely. 
a lot of mountains, a lot of hills, very lush, very green country. Population of approximately 5.1 million with capital city Wellington and then other cities like uh, Hamilton, Taronga, Christchurch, Dunedin, and then Auckland. Auckland is the largest city with population of around 1.9 million people. There are a lot of different cultural uh, influences within uh, New Zealand. Uh, it's in the Pacific region, so kind of close to Australia, about two and a half thousand miles, somewhere, something like that. Uh, but then other major islands and other communities uh, within that region of the Pacific are places like Fiji, Tonga, uh, Vanuatu, New Caledonia. And so there's a, a, a lot of um, influences and cultural influences, uh, certainly from the Polynesian and uh, those islands, and they bring their culture and their family and their connections with them to New Zealand. Uh, beyond that, um, Asia is a fairly close you know, realm within the Pacific region, and so there's a, an enormous uh, influence from, from uh, the Asian culture um, and those types of islands and those areas as well. And just a huge melting pot and a multicultural society. Souls that, that need to hear about Jesus, that need to uh, connect with the Pentecostal and apostolic message, the truth that Jesus saves. And uh, we are hoping and praying and believing uh, in a great and mighty outpouring of God's Spirit into those communities and into those support groups and those different family areas all of the types of things um, that we, we believe, uh, we feel like God has called us to and that we have a passion to, to fulfill. So within the New Zealand culture is a large European influence uh, as the country was uh, settled by the British. Uh, but beyond that, there is uh, a large influence, of course, from the Maori culture and the indigenous population and these are a wonderful culture. It's, it's, it's immersive, it's alive, it's very family-oriented, and uh, they're very spiritual people. And it's, it's a, a culture that, that uh, we just fell in love with, and, and the people and uh, the way they, of course, they loved us as well. And we feel like, we feel like we're family there to the, to the different people and the different uh, ones that we have as friends uh, there in New Zealand now. Auckland, New Zealand is the farthest major city from the city of Jerusalem. So we are literally taking the gospel to the uttermost parts of the earth. As it says in Acts chapter 1 verse 8, Ye shall receive power after that the Holy Ghost is come upon you, and ye shall be witnesses unto me both in Jerusalem and in all Judea and in Samaria and unto the uttermost part of the earth. So Auckland is a very important part of, well, the book of Acts. Yes. And we're carrying on that message and that book of Acts experience of Pentecost Amen. to the people of Auckland and, of course, to the greater and wider community of New Zealand. So our mission and our vision for our work in the country of New Zealand is to obviously find that spiritual connection 
where we can deliver and, and preach the gospel of Jesus Christ. But beyond that, we want to also be able to connect uh, socially and through families and through, through cultural groups. And uh, look, I'll be, you know, to be totally serious with you, join the Stamp Collectors Club. I mean, a crazy kind of idea, but that way of connecting with people and connecting uh, with the wider community, uh, a food bank or a childcare or through social services, those types of um, abilities and those types of services where, where we can take the message of Jesus Christ, not just in the Bible, but in the flesh as well. And we're so thrilled to be able to have this opportunity to be able to bring this message and to be able to deliver this burden uh, to, of the gospel to, uh, to, to the country of New Zealand. That community that we feel within our congregations, within our churches, and even within this church environment that we're here in today is something that I believe we can expand into our greater, broader community both here in this city or in this state or in our country or in the world at a wider uh, audience. And Jesus even said that they will know you are my disciples by your love mm. that you show one to another. Yeah. There's a Maori proverb that says, turn your face toward the sun and the shadows will fall behind you. It is our prayer that the people of New Zealand will turn their face toward the sun, S-O-N, and that the shadows of their lives will fall behind them. We're so blessed today for this opportunity to be able to share with you our burden and our calling for the country of New Zealand. We're asking you today to, first of all, pray for us, to come alongside us in prayer and, and uh if you happen to buy our table out the back and grab one of those bookmarks, that will be a great little tool that you can have in your Bible. And when you see that, you'll be able to think of us and pray for us. We're asking for you to connect with us through social media, through the different platforms that are available uh, out there uh, on, on the internet. Your cards, your letters, uh, even your phone calls, your text messages are so vitally important for us to remain connected, for us to be able to feel love, to be able to feel um, that we're not out there alone. And then we're also asking for your support as well. It's true, your financial support will help us to take the message of Christ to the people of New Zealand and to a broader region in the Pacific. And so with your support, with your connection, and your prayers, we're going to go forward in Jesus' name. So as part of uh, our, our missions trip, um, we will need a vehicle. And our goal, of course, is to deliver the message of Christ, to be able to move around the country, uh, driving from cities to communities, uh, going to church. And the obstacle that we have is, of course, uh, vehicles are expensive. And so we, we are asking for your support today and you're giving today to be able to help us to be able to purchase a vehicle, I mean, almost immediately after we arrive uh, so that we can begin um, our, our missions work and so that we can move around.
So excited to share with you and announce that my wife uh, did uh, today. She brought with her her brand new CD, and um, this is her brand new project that she's uh, just finished working on. And it's a, a great resource. It's uh, incredible music, and we certainly enjoy it. Oh, well, I'm her biggest fan, so naturally I enjoy it. Um, and uh, we wanted to be able to let you know and make that available for you. They are uh, for sale at the back of the church. And those proceeds directly help us with our missionary needs and help support the cause. In the word we are told as Christians to plant the seeds of the gospel and to water them, but that God will give the increase. And that is what we believe. We know that we are sent, we are called, we are chosen as Christians, as carriers of the gospel. And we know that in our hearts, without a doubt, that God will give the increase. And we look forward to seeing souls saved, people delivered, healed, and lives changed in the name of Jesus. We're so grateful and thankful to be able to be a part of this service with you today. And we appreciate your love, your support, and your care for us today. God bless you and thank you. Praise the Lord, everybody. Lord. Now, unfortunately, I am missing the other one. But that's all right. Hopefully, I can punch the air a little bit, and you'll just imagine he's there. <laughs> and it'll work just as well. But um, no, it's uh, good to be here. It's such a blessing to be in this building with you all tonight and to really just take in the atmosphere of the anticipation of growth, the anticipa uh, anticipation of what God's trying to do here and do around the world through his mercy, through his grace. And it really makes me think about it, really stop and think about it, where I was maybe two years ago when we started all this, you know, and I was just working at Chick-fil-A, pretty good place to work, and uh, saving money for I don't even know what at the time, and really just not really doing much, you know, just kind of going about my day, working day after day, making money, but not really for anything in mind or purposefully. And the thought always came to me where it's like, I'm not doing much. I'm nothing special. Nothing's going on. But being a part of God's kingdom is like that sometimes, certainly. But at the end of the day, God doesn't do great things with just great people. He does great things with anybody who's, as long as they're willing, as long as they're able to supplicate themselves and submit themselves to his will, he's going to do incredible things. He's going to grow a church three times. He's going to go around the world after 25 years of waiting. He's going to do incredible things with just a little bit of willingness. And I thank God for that opportunity and that blessing that I'm here tonight to share in that and bless you as you've blessed us already just by letting us get up here <laughs> and hang out. Oh. Thank you, Jesus. All right, God bless you. Praise the Lord. Turn to your neighbor and say, Kia Ora. Now put it together, Kiora. Awesome. You just greeted your neighbor in Maori, which is the uh, indigenous 
language of New Zealand. Thankfully, they do speak English there, so you know you don't have to teach us old dogs too many new tricks. But um, we are thankful for what the Lord is doing and for this door that God has opened in our lives. And as uh, we said on the video, and as our son Jared said, um, you know it's been a long time coming. Um, but God's timing is always perfect and I'm so thankful for that because I know that he has gone ahead of us and he has prepared the way and we're just following after him, after his will, his way. And no matter where you are, as Jared said, no matter where you are in your life, you know, when you give yourself fully to him, he will use you and um, it, it will be amazing. And we're so thrilled for the growth that you're seeing here and there are needs everywhere. There are needs, uh, no matter where you are, God needs his people. He works through his people. And I'm so thankful that he chose that. He could have just said, okay, everybody, you're going to serve me. You don't have a choice. You know what I mean? But I'm thankful that he does. He works through us little human beings, if you want uh, to say it that way. But I'm so thankful to have this opportunity to, uh, to be here and to be going to New Zealand, which, as Brother Irwin said, that, that's getting pretty quickly coming up on us very quickly. Praise God. Psalm 8.1 says, O Lord, our Lord, how majestic is your name in all the earth. You have set your glory above the heavens. Hallelujah. The song simply says majesty, and if you recognize it, you're welcome to sing with me. Praise the Lord.
Hallelujah, hallelujah. What a privilege to be in his presence tonight. Hallelujah. Hebrews 12, 1 to 2 tells us to lay aside every weight and the sin which doth so easily beset us. Let us run with patience the race that is set before us, looking unto Jesus, the author and finisher of our faith. Praise the Lord. Look to Jesus tonight. Hallelujah. Thank you, Jesus. When my back's against the wall, I know exactly who to call. I call on Jesus. And when I need a helping hand, as I walk on shifting sand, I hold to Jesus. When in life I need a friend who'll go with me to the end, I look to Jesus. always right beside me to protect me and to guide me he's my everything he's a very present help in time of trouble oh he is my refuge and my strength he is my hope and my salvation every day my hungry soul he above the shadows he turned my sorrow into joy in the paths of righteousness he leads me and he always hears me when I call if you've come into this place and wish to seek my Savior's face cry out to Jesus if you feel that there's no hope and with life you cannot cope reach out to Jesus he will free you from your sin 
He'll give you peace and joy within. Just trust in Jesus. He will never let you down. He'll set your feet on higher ground if you'll just praise Him. He's a very present help in time of trouble. Praise God. Let's just continue to clap our hands to the Lord and just worship Him. Magnificent. He is magnificent. Praise God. Praise God. Praise God. Praise God. You may be seated. Do remember, stop by, get you a bookmark. You've got to promise me you'll get you a bookmark. I, a, a little kid at a conference somewhere, I, I, I trying to hand out bookmarks, and this little kid come up, and I, you want this bookmark? And he's like, nah. I'm like, oh, why not? You like to read, do you? And he said, nah. I'm like, well, I can't argue with that. So if you don't like to read, get one, give it to your friend. But in any case, just don't admit it to me that you don't like to read, I guess. That's the best thing. <laughs> Praise God. What a wonderful presence of the Lord in this place. A welcoming presence of the Lord. And uh, I, I just want to express to you our sincere gratitude and thanks for allowing us to be a part of this church service tonight. And thank you for allowing us to be able to share with you a little bit of our ministry and our burden for the Lord. And I just wanted to share, if I may, a, a scripture and a couple of thoughts that I felt that the Lord impressed upon my heart here today and just wanted to share with you, if, you're, if I may, for just a few moments. Uh, if you have your Bibles, perhaps, so you could turn with me or on the video screen there to the Gospel of John and chapter 6 and verse 66. And that's John chapter 6 and verse 66. And, and, and to be quite fair, a somewhat melancholy scripture, but I hope you will understand that I feel like the Lord is wanting to speak to somebody tonight. I, look, I, I am well aware that this is Wednesday night. I'm well aware it's a missionary service. Two strikes, eh, I'll go for three. <laughs> I just hope that we can just look to the Lord, feel after the Lord, seek after the Lord, allow God to touch us, allow God to minister to us, allow God to speak to us, even on a Wednesday night even on a missionary service, and even when the missionary decides to preach. And it says that here in John 6 and 66, from that time, 
many of his disciples went back and walked no more with him from that time. Lord, we thank you for your presence, for your spirit in this place tonight, God. We ask for Lord to minister to us, to touch us, to speak to us, to, to help shed the light of the glorious gospel upon our hearts and our lives and to help us draw closer to you. In the name of Jesus, God bless you. You may be seated. From that time, and, and you might be interested to learn that the chapter six of the gospel of John actually doesn't start out this way. It's an incredibly impactful chapter full of, uh, full of message of hope, full of message of trust, full of message of truth, full of a message of deliverance. It starts out with Jesus performing the miracle of the loaves and the fishes. Well, that's pretty good, don't you think? And it's always good that we line up for a handout, whether it's coming from uh, mum or dad, <laughs> whether it's coming to, at Christmas time or whether it's coming on your birthday, whether it's coming from the government. We all want a handout. And so on that day and that moment and that hour when, when people's bellies were being filled and the loaves and the fishes, I think there was people that realized that something good was going on, that something big was about to happen. But I'm sure within those multitudes of people that there were plenty of people that were just focused on, on, on feeding their face, eating the fish and, and eating the bread. They didn't stop to think. That, that bread started out with five loaves and two fishes. That it was not what impacted their mind. It's not what made a statement. And I want us to understand tonight, what is making the statement in our lives? Because it's from that time. It's from that point. It's from that message, it's from that circumstance, that environment that we make a decision to serve Christ, to follow after God, to walk in His will, to take up His cross and to serve the Lord. Because from that time, many of the disciples went back. In Potts Camp, the kingdom of God is moving forward. It is marching forward. It has taken the darkness and pushing back the, 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 the prison cells of hell. It is pushing against the gates of hell and taking back that which the devil has stolen from us. And we are reclaiming the promise. And we are stepping back into victory. And we are stepping back into healing. We are stepping back into miracles. We are stepping back and pulling back what the devil has stolen from us. Praise God. Praise God. Praise God. So I'm making this pledge to you tonight that as my wife and I, as our family, step off the plane in Auckland, New Zealand in the next few weeks. 
that we will march forward with the gospel of Christ in that country and in that place and in that land. And in that same sentence, in that same breath, here in those following weeks, here, in Bethleh- here at Bethlehem Church, in Potts Camp, there are people stepping out of their cars, walking into this tabernacle and proclaiming the same thing and marching the same thing and taking the same gospel and lifting up the banner of the Lord in this place. It's time, my friends, the murmurs get put aside. It's time, my friends, the doubt gets left behind because we have already seen with our own eyes. We have already believed with our own faith. And have we not seen God multiply that faith? Have we not seen God multiply those loaves and those fishes? Oh, yes, 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 yes. Praise God. I just want to just give thanks to the Lord in this place here tonight. I just want to reach out and touch his throne. I want to reach out tonight and come boldly before his throne. I want to reach out tonight and allow God to bless, God to fill. Hallelujah, hallelujah. And so we can spend our time fussing, fighting, nitpicking, finding this, finding that. We can, we can, we can. But how many from that time, from this time, from this place, how many will choose to serve the Lord? to go up upon the wall with a sword and a trowel, (laughs) literally in in terms of the building program, and continue to march forward with the gospel of Christ. Praise God. Let's clap our hands to the Lord in this place tonight. Oh, hallelujah. And by that same sign of the clapping of hands, would you also agree with me that we will march forward with the gospel, that we will continue, that we will be counted, that we will continue to be the disciples that the Lord needs us to be, and that we will, not, we will be among those, those people that will not go away. Because Simon Peter answers it in verse 68. And this needs to be our prayer, my friends, as I close here tonight. Simon Peter answered, to whom shall we go? We all came from a life that none of us ever want to go back to. Why would you want to go back to that? Why do you want to be held captive by that? To whom shall we go? Thou hast the words of eternal life, and we believe and are sure that thou art that Christ, the Son of the living God. 
And tonight we stand here proclaiming, we are believing and we are following and we are seeking after his will. Praise God, praise God. Brother Wilson, thank you so much for allowing us to be a part of this service tonight. We are so grateful for this opportunity to, to share and minister and uh, to be able to come alongside you in your ministry and in your work. And I think, I believe that we have a calling on our lives to be the sons of God, to be the saints of God, and that we have been called to come out from among them and to hold his banner high. Let us do it, let us do it, hallelujah. Hallelujah, hallelujah. And in a while, a short while, months and years, we'll come back. How about, how about we make it a little bit less than 26 years? <laughs> yeah. Because I would love to see your new auditorium and I would love to be able to share with you the great successes going on in New Zealand because of your care and your prayer and your support. God bless you tonight. We appreciate, we appreciate you and your church and your ministry. God bless you, Brother Wilson. Oh, let's go ahead and praise the Lord for what we've heard tonight. As we stand together, let's thank the Lord for these people of God that's chosen and received a calling to go somewhere, the othermost part of the world, and let's believe God with them. Will you pray with them? Will you pray? Will you put them on your prayer list? Will you do that? Call on the Lord. Call their names from time to time if you like and see what God's going to do. I want you to come back to that new building and tell us you baptized 500 in Jesus' name. Jesus' name. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. And the 500 got the Holy Ghost talking in tongues and signs, wonders, and miracles. Isn't that right? If you have a special need tonight, you can come up here. We can pray with you. God's able to touch you. Amen. God's able to give you what you need. Don't go home without getting a touch from the Lord tonight. How many has already felt something good in this place? Amen, amen, amen. From Sunday to Sunday or month to month as we give our missions offering, you want to put them on your special list of missionaries, put their name down or put New Zealand down, and uh, they can get these funds from week or month to month. And uh, if you have something special you want to give them tonight, and you would like to just see them or uh, bring, it, bring it here, bring it to, uh, to our secretary, and she can put it on the list for tax purposes or whatever. God bless you. Consider yourself dismissed in Jesus' name. Don't forget, Sunday morning, 10 o'clock.